Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hopbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the uh, Melchester Odyssey once again. We're approaching the 200th episode of the Melchester Odyssey, (laughs) Sam. Lovely. I don't know whether we should do something special to commemorate that. No, Uh, so many. This is is the week in which we turned five as well, which by the way... Yeah. Is um, someone on Twitter um, notified us. I think it was our uh, regular correspondent, little Gourier. Gourier, Gourier. Mm. He notified us that it was the wood anniversary. Is it? Yeah, five years is wood. So I don't know whether that means we buy each other something of wood or whether the fans Mm. should send us some wood. I tell you what, though, I would say that wood is one of our favourite substances, isn't it? I would say. Things made of wood. It is. Because you've got sticks are made of wood. I would love to do it. I would really love to do a wood-like deep dive at some point. Yeah. I think if any of the listeners want to send us wood vouchers, Mm. we can then split them and then spend them on wood wood, uh, gifts for ourselves. Yeah. We're choosing. Yeah. Um, You can get them like book tokens. You get wood tokens, can't you? Wood tokens, yeah. Yeah, and just use them in um, wood suppliers. Yeah, that'd be there's a great that wood. There's a great wood supplier near me, like industrial wood supplier. It's just near a level right. crossing. It's just near a level crossing yeah. near me. And um, to be honest, I pass it all the time. It does fencing, but then it does raw mm. wood as well. It does all, all mm-hmm. and different wooden structures. And I think you can just go in and go. Can I just buy a bit of wood? Right, like yeah, of course just you can. Whatever, cut, just cut a bit, you, bit of wood. About, about, and you just say, well, yeah. yeah, it's about this big. Um, but it's quite funny because mm. it's been there for years and I always look, I walk past it and I'm a bit nervous because mm. although I love wood, I'm not, I don't have all the terminology and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I've always been a bit. wood fluent. I'm not wood fluent. So I've, I'd feel a bit like if I went in there, I don't want to embarrass myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, same. So, same. There's, a, there's a, a wood supplier near me. And I believe the, I don't know if he's the owner, but the fellow behind the counter is notoriously grumpy. And does not, he's got a very short shrift for anybody who isn't wood fluent. Exactly. That some fucking <laughs> industries are like that. I always found butchers like that. It's why I went vegetarian. <clears throat> right. Butchers, yeah. like so often, unless you were meat fluent, they would just fuck you off. And I'm thinking, lads, shouldn't you yeah. be more welcoming and try to educate people gently about meat and you then they'll so. buy more meat? But you're like, ha, 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 don't you even know what that fucking cut is called, you daft <laughs> cunt? 
get out of my fucking shop. Go and buy a vegetable yeah. instead. It's all you deserve. And it's the yeah, same with wood. Carrot, you twat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same with fucking wood. Yeah. Hey, I tell you where you belong, mate. Keep walking. The fishmongers is two doors down. That's more your speed, isn't it? <laughs> then they get fucked off at the fishmongers as well. Mate, I have a fish. What sort of fish what are you looking for? What kind of fish? A fish for my know. dinner. A fish for my dinner. dinner. fish. What, What's what? a good dinner fish? Is it a good dinner fish? Not too fishy, though. I don't like the ones that are too fishy. Some fish are very smelly. I don't like those. And they're like, fucking hell. Do you know what, mate? Get out. You don't know fuck all about fish. This is a fishmonger's. This is for fish people. And you get are... Get yourself a fucking McDonald's. Yeah, just go <laughs> and fucking get a KFC or something if, if they'll even have you. And I'm walking from shop to shop getting fucked off by everyone. No, no, I think, fuck this. I'll just get a bag of chips and then you can get f- humiliated yeah. in the fucking chippy because you get called mm. fish cake for ordering fish a fish cake, cake yeah. right? And then yeah. you think, well... I might cheer myself up by going and buying a little bit of wood. <laughs> and then you go to the wood shop and even they cunts you up. And then you're like, oh, I can't go anywhere. I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a local pariah. Yeah. I walked out of that wood shop in some, no, it's not a shop, it's a fucking proper yard. Yeah. I've got all the woods. Wood yard, yeah. I walked out because he was a cunt and ended up going to B&Q. What were you and they, after? They cut the wood for me just fine. What were you after? I can't remember now. Come on, what was for? What did I need wood maybe for? Maybe you just wanted a bit of wood the for the fuck? house. Maybe I just did. I just felt, felt as I needed to buy some wood. House wood. Just basic mm. house wood that you've got around for emergencies. What would I possibly have made? Fuck knows. I do find myself watching things like the repair shop and when they're doing things with wood, I get immediately the thrown horn. back to doing woodwork <laughs> at school. You, what and is this, mate? You can watch on YouTube someone yeah. turning a piece of wood, yeah. just a lump of knobbly old wood into the most... Yeah. It's, I mean, not being funny, but it's very often either a Japanese fella or a Chinese person. That okay. Well, they're, they're sensational at wood turning, right? The arts mm. and crafts out there. Woo. And they'll turn... <laughs> woo, woo. Something to behold, mate. They'll boy, turn... Oh boy. Uh, they'll turn a lump of fucking wood into the most elegant little wooden vase you've ever seen in your life and you can Mm. watch this on YouTube and it'll just make your day at the end of the day you'll feel brilliant brilliant put some time aside watch a bit of wood turning it's the most Mm. soothing thing you can see sometimes they'll have it with music sometimes Mm. you can just turn the sound off on YouTube and put on your own music something you find nice Brian Eno whatever yeah and uh, yeah. I don't know what, what appropriate wood music is. Maybe I'll do a wood-turning playlist on Spotify and share it on Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Songs to watch wood by, I'll call it. <laughs> Honestly, wood-turning's yeah. fucking great, mate. Metalwork's not bad, but it's slightly yeah. more brutal. Wood, wood's the best. And then, of course, yeah, you've got glasswork as well, mate. Last summer or summer before, I actually watched some live glass, don't know what you call it, glass blowing slash turning in, yeah. in the Isle of Wight. I, there's a, I'll go back there this year. I'm going there at oh, Easter. I, I mean, you must know that Sunderland has the National Glass Centre, which I didn't has live know that. glass blowing. 
I didn't know that. I can't that. believe you've been up here to do live shows and I've never taken you to the glass centre. Yeah, well, that's, that's remiss of you. You're supposed to be showing yeah. me your fair city and all I've ever done is yeah. gone to that fucking weird Polish shop Polish that shop. sells pig milk. And I've been yeah. to the Nando's twice, the M&S once, and other than that, just went, Pop Rex. You went to the wrong Pop Rex once. <laughs> yeah, that was good. At least I had a good stroll around the city when They've I went to the wrong Pop now. Rex. Yeah. They shut that down. So I walked through that municipal area where I, I think you might have got married in it. The big concrete. Ca- the, the civic centre. Yeah, the civic centre. Yeah. No, I didn't get married in that. Oh, you didn't can you? get married in that. Uh. They've they've shut that down as well. They're pulling that apart now. What? That wasn't. That was yeah. a great example of brutalist post-war architecture. Well, I know we all love the brutalism, don't we? Yeah, that was fucking a lovely hell. bit of fucking brutalism you got going yeah. there. What are they going to do with full it of- now? Well, it's full of asbestos, mate. It has to come down. Oh, it's poisoned. So we've now got a new city hall, which is on the banks of the river uh, in the city centre itself. Um, and that that's going to be... Um, the old one's going to get knocked down and made into housing. Sad. Well, I've got a lot to look forward to for the next time I'm up. I think we we are planning on a pot rex at some point. And I'll, uh, I'll We're gonna do a Christmas maybe I'll show, book think, in yeah. an extra day and so I can do well, some the, extra sightseeing. The, 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 the fucking glass centre's under threat. Apparently, it's structurally Fuck. unsound. It's only been Everything's there 25 years. Everything's fucking structurally unsound. I just saw it on the news so, this morning that half the fucking schools were built out of this shit concrete that could just collapse at any moment. Really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I've seen that. And I know we go back to this a Fuck lot. Sick. But for any cunt out there who goes, oh, health and safety, health and safety, these were all buildings that were built before there was a health and safety revolution... Guess when? That's right, in the fucking new Labour years, right? When they fucking started introducing more health and safety laws to make buildings that didn't just collapse or catch fire and kill people. So all the fucking health... And now, with Brexit, there were certain European Union health and safety rules as well protecting us. They're all out the window now. First thing that your cunts in the fucking... uh, government who all have their fucking mm. investments in property companies first thing they'll have done when we got out of europe was go right start knocking up cheap buildings now that we don't have to bother making them safe anymore because the eu won't yeah. make us so build loads of death traps which we can then sell on to our own government so it's an inside job as fucking cheap social housing they're highly flammable, but fuck those people. They're not paying for it, or they're getting it on the cheap, so it doesn't matter if they burn. Yeah. I mean, I've just looked to see if I could find anything about that story you mentioned about the, the schools falling apart, but I couldn't find it. But I did find there's a story in India. Mm. At least eight people have died after the roof of a storage facility packed with huge sacks of potatoes collapsed. <laughs> well... That's so, what we're going to end up like in India, where they have to literally build things out of potatoes because they potatoes. don't have enough concrete. Yeah, and the, the, the structure's not safe for too many potatoes. A deluge of potatoes. It says Even here. I know that you can't. There's only so many potatoes. I mean, it depends on the type of potato. I don't know what they go for out there in India. Maris Piper is it or King Edwards? Uh, I'll have a look. I've just closed the page down. Um, it doesn't say. It just says heaps of Jer- potatoes. Jersey Royals. They look quite big. They look, they look like bacon potatoes. Mm. Well, that's their problem. No so wonder it collapsed under the weight of them. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, um, everyone that was affected by that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Roy the Rovers is why we're here. Yeah. We could talk about have, wooden potatoes all day, but there's no time. The sun fucking goes down. Yeah. No, we've got to get on. 
Uh, Roy of the Rovers. I have in my left hand the 12th of May 1984 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Across the top, it promises us a free Heinz Invaders badge. And it's got the Heinz logo, not just the word Heinz, the Heinz logo. Invi- Do you remember Heinz Invaders? Yeah, they're like, but they look like space. They were, they were like space corn snacks food. that looked like uh, flying saucers, sort of thing. Oh, they were, they were, they were tinned. Oh, was it tinned they shapes? Were tinned, of- they were like, yeah, they're like alphabetic spaghetti. But, oh, right, um, okay, but space, space yeah, space okay, stuff. Yeah. All right. I don't think many kids um, would think I want to win a tin of fucking Heinz Invaders. Oh, this is an Invaders badge. It's a badge, yeah. You want to wear a badge of Heinz Invaders? If you, if you you'd dinner. Ha- to be yeah. honest, right, you'd have to be fucking desperate for a badge to get excited by that. I'm sorry. You must have been seriously badge <clears throat> deprived in your childhood if you wanted to wear a Heinz Invader yeah. badge. Um, I haven't got the badge, obviously. Someone, some cunts took it. Whoever bought this originally, they've kept the free gifts. I have looked for Heinz Invaders online, mm. and there's a website called simply80s.com, which has a page about them, and there's a badge on there, so I'll show you it, Sam, and see if you'll have been impressed by this at the time. There it is, mm. Heinz Invaders badge. Actually, that is quite good. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Yeah. It's, it's good. good. Like, the picture of the alien's good, because he looks a bit like E.T., a bit derivative. Yeah. But, but he's got his eyes on stalks on the top of his head. Yeah, like. that is good. But Heinz, mm, don't know about that. I don't want a brand no on my Go badge. Go wear a badge advertising some dinner. No, exactly. No way. No way. Talking uh, of buying things online from the 80s, I was telling my kids yesterday, they were asking me, it was quite pleasing actually, they asked me for a quick potted history of my cat ownership through my life. Oh, that's good. And uh, I really enjoyed telling them about it. And uh, one of my earliest cats was called Kevin. But Kevin was a girl, and they found that entertaining. They said, why did you have a girl cat called Kevin? And I said, well, the first books I ever read were called Kevin the Kitten. That's how I fucking learned to read, right? And um, they were like, tell us more. And I was like, Kevin the Kitten were like the best books. And I was they were really very simple books just designed to help young people learn to read right which they did with me yeah i mean i'm like i said to them i said look at me now and they said what do you mean i said i'm really good at reading they scoffed at that right one of britain's best readers i'm fucking great at reading i'll read anything me i'll read all the words i don't need i I rarely need to use my finger to follow the words yeah i can just read right anyway or a ruler and it's all thanks to kevin the kitten and Kevin the Kitten was always getting into brilliant adventures. And he had a mate, I believe, who was a puppy, whose name I can't remember. And anyway, the more I talked about it, the more into it I got. And they were like, in the end, my kids were like, this actually does sound good, but we need to see it. So I Googled it once we got to my mum's, because we were on my way to my mum's. I said, mum, do you remember Kevin the Kitten? She was like, yeah, you were fucking obsessed. They were just books just to learn. But you got into it like on a whole fucking cultish level like star wars or something you were like obsessed with kevin the kitten doesn't sound like you and so when you got the fucking when we got a kitten there was no negotiating when we all sat down as a family to sort of go right well what are we going to call this kitten she went there was no like it was just like you are calling this fucking kitten kevin everyone's like but it's a girl sam it's like 
it's Kevin the Kitten, you fucking cunts. Mm. I was all about, 100%, my whole life was about Kevin the Kitten. And then I found them. They are available online, and I will be buying the whole fucking set. If you're looking at them now, you'll see it's stuff like Kevin the Kitten goes to the beach and all this stuff. Kevin's dirty shirt. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good one, isn't it? (laughs) I'll be getting that one for sure. And look who they were written by. Terry Hall. Of the specials, yeah. Nice little sideline. Specials. Yeah. Um, I love the font on them as well. They're nice. You can also, when I was Googling them, um, they they did look great. And actually, I think that there's some Etsy sort of stuff that someone's like knocked up some Kevin the Kitten sort of artwork that you can have on your wall. Whoa. Because it is quite, yeah, fetching design. If anyone else weren't to read, courtesy of Kevin the Kitten, Get in touch because it's really sparked a huge fucking nostalgia binge in my nut. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the old Sainsbury's font, the Sainsbury's own brand oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And Sainsbury's have got their own website now where they look back at all of their own. Really? Own yeah, because it always yeah, won lots yeah, of awards, real. the old Sainsbury's stuff. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me a lot of that. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Jalapeño. Oh, they're all on eBay, mate. Four ninety five for Kevin's toy tractor. Is there any like one where you can just buy the whole set? Because I'd rather not have to buy them all individually. Oh, you can also get them on Amazon, mind you. And and Etsy. Kevin in a hurry. Can't can't see a whole set, but they're all here. We go. um, Well, the five pound each. Yeah, it's quite expensive, isn't it? Maybe drop my message, see if it'll do you a deal for yeah. a whole lot. I want a lot of them. All your Kevin the Kittens you've got. Make me an offer. You what? I'm 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 47. What about it? <laughs> it's Kevin the Kitten, mate. Best fucking books I've ever read. Fucking bangers. <laughs> Every one is a banger. <clears throat> Every book I have read since then, I've got to the end and went, it's all right, but nah. <laughs> it's not Kevin's Kevin the dirty kitten. shirt. I'm getting Kevin's dirty shirt right now because it, the cover's really funny. 
he's got a bottle of pop, pink pop, and a silly cunt spilling it. I mean, it's unbelievable how he's drinking it. It's not like he's spilt a little drip. He sort of picked up this bottle of pop and he's literally just chucked the whole fucking bottle all over himself. I'm looking at it now, yeah. He's like mental. <laughs> Wee! Splosh! Oh, fuck! My new shirt's all dirty. And this is just where the... Oh, I feel like no. the cover gives away a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy brilliant. it, mate. I've got to buy it. So you had a Kevin, you had a Kevin, the kitten, it was a girl. Yeah, we had two cats, that's, Kevin and Butch, and they were both girls. Strange, isn't it? That's that's weird, because my kids at their, at their other house, they've got four guinea pigs, and one of the guinea pigs is called Kevin, oh. which I named after Kevin Phillips. Oh. And Kevin is, it turned out Kevin was a girl. So Kevin is a very popular name for a girl. For I remember it seems so almost 100% I feel it's quite a pretty name. And I also named one of the other guinea pigs the Pope. Oh, yeah. Uh, which stuck. Do they call it so the Pope or Kevin, do they just say they call Pope, it the Pope for quickness? They call it the Pope. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And um, the local vets, when they all went in to get, um, they all went in to get the, the youth, not euthanised, um, neutered, hmm. uh, the, the vets put them on Facebook. We've had these guinea pigs in today and they listed the names Kevin, the Pope, uh, and the other two whose names are Martha's one of them who's the fourth one can't remember but there you go so some poor cunts reading Facebook and saying there's a fucking guinea pig here called the fucking Pope what the fuck um so you were doing a guinea uh, sorry a kitten a cat history I was doing Have a you reached the end of that they, bit want, they wanted a cat audit yeah no I, I mean I could go through my cat history now but I feel as if we ought to get into Roy the Rovers and I'll hold back more cat information for future episodes I've just realised right that mm. we have we're looking at the front cover of the 12th of May we didn't even get around to covering the 5th of May last week what we didn't get to co- cover what we didn't get around to covering it we talked about other things oh so we have to go back to the 5th of May. You'll have to find the source material that I've emailed you. Yeah, okay. We've only got 10 minutes to sort of cover it anyway. Right, well, let's... let's. Uh, okay, I'm going to frantically um, look this up. Last last week we did uh, an unsettled guest, it says here. Uh, oh, that was, uh, that was the puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fat it was cats. when we got interrupted by the puppy. A bit of null talk, Pat Sharp, life tips, yeah, and uh, and the scratch card game. Hang on a minute, I've got the so, same one here. Oh no, okay, three Panini gold game cards and football badges. That's the one. Yeah, all right, I've got oh, it. Oh, last week's episode. There's there's a fella on the IFS who gives each episode marks out of ten. Oh yeah, of every episode, and he right. gave that one eight out of ten. Sam, last week, why? Does he usually give higher? Say, he, just, he, just gives, he just gives marks out of 10. It's usually a 9 or a 10. Mm. Um, That's a bit upsetting. Oh, fuck you, is what I'd say to that. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel pretty upset, mate. Tell us tell us how we can hear your podcast and we'll <laughs> give that marks out of 10, you cunt. Yeah. Just, I had just to pull that one. On, I had to pull that one on the lads at the um, football the other day because they were, I can't remember what they are saying, but they are all like having digs about my book or something. <clears throat> All right, yeah. Uh, banter, was it? You know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of banter, uh, and you have to take it 
and they were trying to make out they were just saying oh yeah like shit no one's buying that and in the end I had to pull out the old uh, so lads how are your books selling stats out yeah yeah mm-hmm. I felt cheap yeah. I felt childish I felt pathetic I felt got at but yeah. it shut them up so sometimes you just got yeah. to drop that on them haven't you I mean, what, 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 that's one of your mates with like Simon Rushdie. Yeah, thank God. The people I go to football with are Lee Child. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that one? James Pattinson. Um, J.K. Rowling, yeah. she's always there in the pub before West Ham. She's got a few dodgy yeah. opinions, though, so people have started to like sideline her a little bit. <laughs> And, uh, and who's, uh, who's, who's that one that writes the Vera books? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and the tool come uh, off of Pointless. Is that yeah. is it Pointless or something and, else? And Cleves. Oh, Richard Osman. He t- I thought he was Fulham. Yeah, but he just comes along t- just for the banter, just for the author chat. Yeah, author chat. Yeah, just to show off his, his sales stats. Yeah, yeah, apparently he is the best-selling author in the country. He is, massively. Apparently his books are really good as well. I've not read any of them. Oh, well, I'll give him a go. But, uh, I'll give him a go. Yeah. 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 I'll have a look. I'll do my own. It can't be that hard, can it? I'll if have a look, see what it, his I'll, uh, I'll blueprint do it, is. I'll merge around I'll my way. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do one about... Well, they're all set in a nursing home, aren't they? I'll do one set in a fucking hospice or something. Oh, my God. Can't be that hard. The latest instalment of my pathetic bid to attract the attention of local celebrity and do-gooder Gary Lineker was I actually wrote my Big Issue column about how I'm obsessed with it. Gary Lineker. I yeah. read it. And then when I mean, it let's got, stretch this out because we're not, we're not getting into this Roy the Rovers issue. Someone, this week. That's t- someone tweeted it and they tweeted him in on it. <clears> and then when he was tweeted in on it, I just thought, oh, right. I realise how this comes across now. It's like a desperate yeah. cry for acknowledgement, friendship, yeah. you know. And I, I thought, read it. It, yeah. it, it was kind of like I was Gary Lineker's friend one day, but he won't remember me now. Yeah, that's basically even it. though I live near him. I it's see good. him. I liked it, but he won't remember me. He doesn't see me. He's I've changed he's, physically. He sees me, but he looks through me. He sees through me. <laughs> It's like I'm not there to him. Does he recognise me? Is there a flicker of recognition? Perhaps. No. no. And then but I go, I'll never know. But I don't care. I love him. I will always love him. Sweet, Sleep tight, sweet prince. <laughs> That's the closing line. <laughs> really desperate. I, I'm like this. Okay, now, if this doesn't work, nothing will. <laughs> This is my final roll of the oh. dice to get an invite round to Gary's. I feel as though there is some kind of um, coming together that will happen. Um, I think that if I, I thought, oh, I wonder if he read that, I think his main overriding emotion would be fear. Do you think? Like, yeah. he's like, I'm he's just off the really back of all this other shit. And now, on yeah. top of this, there's some fucking local weirdo who says he's hanging around with his dog, hoping to bump into me. <laughs> this is fucking awful. I've just got rid of the press <laughs> off my doorstep. Now I can't come out without looking for this weirdo. Local freak. Local weirdo, Sam Delay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not going to get into this Melchester story but there is one other piece that stands out quite a bit 
in the Roy Rears talking page, mm. and it just says, um, "Good for the game." Oh um, God, yeah. We talked about this, didn't we? Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's it's of its time. Let's just say, and um, this is from Ian Barton of Liverpool, and he says. Uh, lately, there have been quite a few coloured players turning out for England. Oh, God. Which this I is think 1984. Which I think is good for the game. So I have selected a team of coloured players. Christ. Uh, and I'll run through the team, see what you think. Mm. It's an interesting social experiment, I guess. Uh, Alex Williams, Manchester City in goal. Mm. Then you've got Viv Anderson. Oh, great right back. Chris Hewton. Great Chris Hewton, not Tottenham Hotspur left back. Mm. Chris White of Arsenal, of course, then went on to Leeds, Leeds United yeah. later in the decade. And his hair I didn't even know he played out. for Arsenal originally, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, Bob Hazel, Leicester City. Right. And we've got in midfield, we've got Paul Davis at Arsenal. Great. John Chidozzi, Notts County. Yeah, Ched. He went, played play for Spurs as well, didn't he? <clears throat> Good player, yeah. Mark Chamberlain, Stoke City. Yeah. Uh, Cyril Regis of West Brom. What is this, a 4-3-3? Uh, I think it's a 4-3-3. Right. Cyril Regis. And then you've got Garth Crooks of Spurs. Of course. And John Barnes of Watford. I was wondering when fucking Barnesy was going to get a nod. And, I've, and, and I'm surprised there. that Blissett's not in there, but I think he might have gone to AC Milan by this stage. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'd gone to AC Milan by then. Mm. And Laurie Cunningham as well would have been in, but he'd gone to yeah. Real Madrid. And it's a bit pre, say, John Fashionu. He came a bit later in the 80s to prominence. Yeah, <clears throat> Justin Fashionu would have Fashion, been around, but hasn't yeah. made the cut. He hasn't made the cut. Well, it's a good uh, team, but he- there's something about the whole item in this comic that I don't like. Uh, but there's, there's a couple it, of subs as well. Do you know the subs? Oh yeah, go on. Uh, Danny Thomas of Spurs, great, and Danny Wallace of Southampton. Yeah, um, and Roy re- re- responds and says, "I wouldn't say that was the best balanced team I've seen." Inverted commas pinned up on a notice board. <laughs> I don't know why he's Weird. put that in inverted commas, Ian. But there's a lot of talent and excitement in that side. So Roy's got now, please never it. send racist material like this again into my <laughs> comic. I I will publish it once, but that's my rule: once and once only. I've put it in, and I've said, as you've said, that is good for the game, but ultimately it is a flight of fancy, and uh, <laughs> it's a fad. slightly offensive. It's a fad. Uh, so there we go. Someone asks about the Milk Cup. Yeah. Um, Austin, Austin Selwyn of Glasgow. Uh, get in touch if you're listening, Austin. says, please could you tell me what happened to the new League Cup trophy? Sorry, what happened to the League Cup trophy when the new Milk Cup was introduced? Good question, says mm. Roy. The League Cup is being kept in the trophy cabinet at the Football League's headquarters in Lytham St. Anne's. Right. Which is always a curious location for the, the Football League, but okay, good. Uh, the present sponsorship deal with the National Dairy Council mm. lasts for another two years. If a new sponsor fails to emerge at the end of that time, an edict will come out of the Football League. A new sponsor has failed to emerge. <laughs> uh, we will revert to the original trophy. <laughs> this is a failure on behalf of all potential sponsors. 
This is a failure of capitalism itself. <laughs> yeah. The market is imp- the market is indeed fallible. <laughs> uh, of course, it says if ever new sponsor fails to emerge at the end of that time, then the old cup will come inverted commas out of retirement, in readiness for the 1986-1987 season. But of course, Rumbleos step forward, I believe, after the Milk Cup era, and it became the Rumbleos Cup. No, and I don't no, know I believe it was Littlewoods before Rumbleos. Was it Littlewoods before Rumbleos? I believe so. I'm not not certain, but I'm pretty sure. The first ever time I went to Wembley was in, I think, 1987 for, I don't know how, but I think it was the Littlewoods Cup final and it was between Liverpool and Arsenal and and Liverpool won it, I think, 2-1. I went with my brother Cass. I can't remember how, but he got tickets like, you know, we got some free tickets or something right last minute and he said, come on, we're going to Wembley. Yeah. and You were right. There was Littlewoods. Um, it says 86 to 1990. Then it became Rumbleos for two years. The Littlewoods Challenge Cup was its name and the trophy was sponsor designed. So it'll have gone to a brand new trophy. Oh, yeah. Stupid. Then, since then, it's reverted to the uh, original trophy. And we've had Rumbleos, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. That that for me Coca-Cola was when it started Coke. to go shit. Like yeah. it was a, a decline. It was at its best when it was milk, then Little Woods, then Rumblows. Mm. By the time we got to Coca Cola, yeah. I felt the whole thing had been cheapened. Then it was Worthington's. Yeah. Then it was Carling. Mm. Um, and then Capital One. Fuck's sake. Uh, we had no sponsor 2016 to 17, but then since 2017, it's been Carabao. Fuck's I, sake. I still don't know what. No one knows what Carabao is. Carabao is. Um, and that, they do the draw out, out in like fucking Malaysia or something, don't they? Well, yeah, it, uh, um, Carabao is the Thailand's second most popular energy drink. I call it. So this would are. be better. It's a global game. The Caramac Cup. That's good. That would that, be lovely. That'd be better. Why don't yeah. Caramac sponsor it? it? Trips off the tongue, and everyone loves yeah. a Caramac. I don't know if they still exist, but I think about them all the time. Mm. I mean, we're just we're just old men shouting at clouds at this point, aren't we? What wishing that Caramax came back? Wishing the Caramax <laughs> snubbing Carabao because <laughs> we don't know what it is. They Less Carabao, more, well, I'm just anti-energy drinks generally. Right. Okay. I, all this prime stuff. Do you know what I mean? Although I was thinking we should release an energy drink, even though I'm anti-energy drinks. <laughs> A low level because energy I, drink. I've seen what KSI, yeah, not prime, whatever, like subprime or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've uh, we've had a nice time over the last half an hour or so. We've once again failed to um, look at Roy of the Rovers. Oh, I we'll hope we don't get an time. eight again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.